so now we are a week away from Aseret Yemei HaTeshuvah. So Aseret Yemei HaTeshuvah, in a nutshell, is called a Tkufa that we have to change, right? Because that's what, uh, that's what Tshuva uh, is. Tshuva is to change. So we have to start preparing ourselves to the path towards changing. Not towards being perfect, but towards changing. Okay? So let's try to understand the sugya. The more we understand the sugya of change, the more we will be successful at it, right? So in general, what we're trying to do is, we're trying to change what? This is a very deep point. It's klali. It's a very oifen klali. But if we understand it well, it'll help us go to the, to the, to where we have to reach, right? So if you look at the Masil Sisharim, in Perak Dalit, I believe, over there the Masil Sisharim is talking about tshuva, right? Masil Sisharim says, how does tshuva work? Akirat haratzon. You're changing your will. <clears throat> you had a will to do the Avera. You wanted it. Akira Saratsan by uprooting the will to do the Avera, Akira Samaisa. That's considered like uprooting the act that you did. Okay, so I'm not going to go on the whole lumdis, how Akira Saratsan is Akira Samaisa. But I want to explain something deep. You have Akira Taratso. means you have to change your will. Yesterday you had a will to live a certain way. And today... You have to have a will to live a certain, a different way. And because you changed your will to live way number one, to li- live way number two, the mela, the things that spoke to you yesterday are not speaking to you today. That's the idea. Right? Because we know the Rambam says that tshuva gemura means that a person was in a certain situation that made them do a big sin. And Shuvah Gemur means that they have to be in the exact same situation and they can overcome the challenge of the sin. The exact same situation. Okay? Follow what I'm saying? So that means why yesterday did you fall and today you're not falling? Because yesterday was talking to you. Today, you're a different person and that low thing doesn't speak to you. That means Shuva Gemur. Shuva Gemur doesn't mean that you were able to have self-control this time. Self-control doesn't mean you're a changed person because today you have self-control. Maybe tomorrow if you're faced again with the sin and the next day after a while your self-control will go away, right? So the Rambam is saying, until God who knows all hidden things to testify on you that you're not going back to that sin, right? And he says you have to be in the exact same situation and not fall for the sin. And another place the Rambam says you're like a, you have a changed name, you're a different person, right? So it all says the same concept. The reason why I can guarantee you're not going to fall the te- next time you're faced with the challenge is because you're a different person. The old person... This is going to be facing that challenge. There's still a very strong tzad that the old person is going to fall. Even if one time he was able to exercise self-control. But after a while he's not going to be able to exercise self-control anymore. Because he's still the same guy with the same tendencies, the same ratzon, just stronger this time. You understand? 
to get that air and listen to this Avkis here. Okay? Again, Masil Sisharim says that Tshuva means Akira's Haratzim. You uprooted a will. Okay? I have to explain that good to you. You uprooted a will. And therefore, that's Tshuva. Why is that Tshuva? Because any person who sins, any person who sins, had to proceed by a certain will. That comes first, always. You do what you want to do. You understand? So action is always the end. First is the want. The ratzon is always first. So since you wanted, that's why it resulted in the sin. So tshuva means, I no longer want that. Now you have to want something, you know. But now I want a different way of living. Right? Memela is the oymik. Memela, since I want a different way of living, this way doesn't talk to me. Right? So let's take a marshal. Let's say I have a gadol. Okay? Who loves Torah and mitzvahs and he's living in a very spiritual place. Right? If you bring to him a fancy car, Lamborghini or mashu kazet, doesn't talk to him. He's not interested in it. It's not a battle for him. Why is it not a battle for him? Because he has different interests in life. Right? Now you can bring it to somebody who still has an interest in it and knows it's not the right thing, so then it's a battle. So then he's exercising self-control. That's not Shuvah Gemura. Shuvah Gemura, what the Masil Sisharim is saying is, Akira's Haratza. Not self-control on a behavior that you once fell before. Akira's Haratza means you don't, not interested in that no more. Why are you not interested in that? Because you changed. What do you mean you changed? You are what you want in life. What your interest in life defines you. It's a defining moment. Truth is a defining moment. You understand what I'm telling you? Yesterday I wanted Gashmias, I wanted a lot of different things. And because I wanted that, so Mamela, I wanted also all the stuff that come along, and even if it's forbidden. So even though most of the times I probably have self-control, because I am a person who has self-control, I want things, right? I want, but I have self-control. But then I fell. Why did I fail? Because I really want that thing. I just happened not at this moment, been strong enough to have the self-control, but I want it. So what's Tshuva Gemura? Tshuva Gemura is not to get back to a level that I have now self-control. It's not enough. Tshuva Gemura requires that I'm no longer interested in that thing. And Mimela, since I changed because I'm a different person, that's why I'm not going to do that thing, because it's not going to talk to me. And that's what the Rambam means. When the Rambam says, what does Tshuva mean? Until Hashem, who knows the secret, the depth, hidden things, could testify you won't go back to the sin. Now, it's possible you'll sin again. Doesn't say Hashem who Yodea Atidot. That he knows the future. So what does it mean Yodea Ta'alumot? It means that being that right now you're a changed person, Vadai, in the matzav that you're in now, you won't sin. Now it's possible later, your Hashkafas will change again. And you'll go back to, to be that old guy. Then you will sin again. But that we don't look at. We look at only now. If right now you steig, 
and you change and your mindset in life is different, then you father will not sin. That's actually Shittas Rambam is that you have to, in order to be Zoycha to Tshuva Gemur, you have to actually go through the test. That's Rambam Shittas. Whether you have to practically go through the test, or Hashem knows if you went through the test, seems maybe a machlekes or here in the Rambam. It's not so important, but the point that we're trying to say is, the Rambam says you have to go into the same situation with the same woman. He's talking about that situation. Exactly the same, and this time you don't do it. Why not? Why don't you do it? And why do you have to go through the test? If it's only a question of self-control, so if you reach a level of self-control, you reach a level of self-control. It says, this is a test to see if you're not the same guy. The reason why you're not falling the second time is not because you have more self-control. The reason why you're not the second time is because you have no interest in that, right? So if a guy used to go on trips with his friends to the hotel, and he used to watch all the movies on this thing, 290 channels, I don't know, whatever. Right? You had to see Cold Dova Osa Shaba even how they do Dova Osa in Japan. Not enough America. Everything. Hot right? And then he steigt and he grew and he changed and he developed and this and this and that. And now 10 years later, he goes to the same hotel, he's on a business trip, and now he doesn't even have an interest to push the thing on. He has his Gemara with him, he's learning Dafyomi, he has things. He doesn't speak to him anymore. Right? That's true for Gemara. Because he's a different guy with a different interest in life. His interests change. That's called true for Gemara. Okay, so I want to now generalize, because it's very important. The aside of Chuva, the aside of Aserashimei Chuva, is changing your attitude and your interests in life, that the behaviors that used to be connected with the old guy is no longer talking to you. That's the idea of Aserashimei Chuva. Got it? That's the idea. Now, if you want to generalize even more, to give you a, a map, like to work towards, we really generalize as follows. A person is his will. That's clear. That defines the way you think, that defines the way your emotions are, your actions all follow the will. Okay? Now, you can have one or two wills in life, if you generalize. Obviously, there's a lot of pratim. One or two wills. One is that I want, my body has its own will. My body has its own ratzon, okay? To enjoy life, to get honor, whatever. That's the will of my body. To relax, to have fun, excitement, whatever it is. That's the will of my body, right? That's the will of my body. Now, simple will of the body. There can be a, a will of your body. I'm talking about your body now. I'm not talking about your soul. I'm talking about your body here. There can be person could change the will of his body of Ritzonenu my, our will is Lasot Ritzoncha to do your will it's also a body thing it's not a soul thing I can get my body on the program of wanting to do Hashem's will which means in very simple English terms not easy to achieve but simple English terms mean I want to use my body and it's tithes, and it's passions, and it's all the things of the body. I want to use it, the taiva to eat, the taiva's noshim, everything of the body, all of it. 
I want to use it letzorech gavoha for a higher purpose. I'm going to take my tivus noshim and use it to build Am Yisrael by getting married. And Shalom Bayis and Achdus and whatever goes into that. So I took my tivus. Tivus is my will. I want to have pleasure, right? So either the rutzen is that I want to have pleasure for the sake of pleasure and bring to me my body the pleasure, or I say no, I want to take the taiva and I want to use it for you, Hashem. So you see, so either it's it's a question of will. You understand? It's a question of will. So when we go back into the Masil Hashem, we understand when the Masil Hashem says Akiras Arotzin Kakiras Amaisim. What does it mean Akiras Arotzin? I took a certain passion of the body, right, before the sin, and I wanted to use it for me. Because I wanted to use that koach anefesh for me, that's why I sinned. Akiras Arotzin means I have to say that same koach anefesh that I wanted to use it for me, I now want to use it for you. Right? So let's just take an example. It's a deep point. I want everybody to get this. It's very deep. This is really what tshuva is. Akiras HaRatzim means you have to switch it with a different Ratzim. But what different Ratzim? The same Koch HaNefesh that you use for the Chet, that I want to use that for something else. That's a change. So let's say a guy that very, that's Arias related, right? So yesterday... His rotson was to use his taiva for nashim for himself, for his own pleasure. That was his rotson. His body was dominating. And that was his rotson. And that's why he was doing things incorrect because the rotson was to bring that pleasure, taiva's nashim for self, right? So what would be tshuva, gemura? Tshuva gemura means akiris harotson. Akiris harotson doesn't mean that I'm going to control myself and not do the Avera. That's not Akiris HaRatz. Because then the Ratz is still there with self-control. I want Akiris HaRatz. So what am I going to do with that Ratz for, for Nashim? It's, it's in my body. What should I do? Mani Asayim is that. Put it in a box. Become a Buddhist. Live in a, you know, what am I going to do with that? So now I change the view of that Taiva. And I understand that that Taiva is a Kali. It's a tool in the chest. That I'm going to use that koyach for gavoya. How do I use that koyach for gavoya? One way I use that koyach for gavoya is ahavat Hashem. Ahavat Hashem is emotion. It's, a, it's emotion. It's love. It comes from the same shortage. It doesn't look like taifa, but it comes from the same passion of attachment. Right? I'll use it for ahavat Torah. I will use it for avas Yisrael. I will use it to get married and have children. I'll use that thing. So I change my perspective, right? So a person who's really, really has a rotsam to use his desires, so then when he sees Nashim, he's not, it's not going to talk to him. So that's counterproductive to what he wants. He sees nice things in Gashmias, he's not going to speak to him because he doesn't have type, he doesn't have Ava for that. He has Ava for something else. So the Yusoyed, the Yusoyed Advarim, you got to get this clear because this is the whole sugya of Aserzimei in a nutshell. This is the sugya in a nutshell. It's changing perspectives. Changing will. Will changes. That's why Rosh Hashanah is the first step of tshuva. 
Because Rosh Hashanah doesn't talk about the sin. You don't speak about sin on Rosh Hashanah. But what you do speak about on Rosh Hashanah is your outlook on life. You do speak about Rosh Hashanah how to refocus a direction. That you do speak on Rosh Hashanah. Because your whole first berachava of Atak Hadosh, the extended Atak Hadosh, right? Say Atak Hadosh, then you go, Vechen Yitkadash, Vechen Ten Pachtecha. Right? You go extending, extending, extending. What are you talking about? You're talking about the whole purpose of life, purpose of the Jews, as opposed to the Goyim. Purpose of life is the Malchus Shemayim, the Yerush Shemayim. You're talking about life there, right? Now your job on Rosh Hashanah, this is step one, is it requires work though, it requires preparation. Your job is to, because according to some of that's really the main bracha for us in growth. I'm explaining to you because there's a medrash that says today that we don't have a navi. And we don't have a Kohen, and we don't have a Bet HaMikdash. So how do we Zoychen Din? It says the Tefillah of Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippur is in place, right? Tefillah, that means you have to daven right. So the Amor Fosh, let's say, what's the Tefillah that's both in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? That has them by both. That's the first Berachah. First Berachah is always the same. Right? After that, things change. First Berachah is the same. So they say that's the main one that this Midrash is talking about. I mean, it's, and it's understandable why, because that's the really the bracha that, that puts down values, life values, right? So, number one, you would have to learn it and know what it means. You understand? And understand the concepts that's being said in that bracha, obviously. But really, that's only half the work, because then you have to relate to it. You understand? You have to relate to it. It can't be like this holy thing up in the sky. And your name should become holy. Okay, I know the translation. But I have no idea what holiness means. What does it mean that it should be holy on your nation? You don't know what's going on over there, right? So you have to learn that concept. And then you learn how to relate to that concept in your world. That's praying. You follow? But if you pray right, if you pray correctly, so you have a week now to really study that, Obviously, step one is to get the translation. I think I once gave a vad on the explanation of that. I'll try to find it in the archive somewhere. Or maybe we'll do another vad on it. But you got to understand what you're saying. Because according to the Medrash, that's the main thing. But, uh, but we're explaining here what that has to do with tshuva. Because the point is, when I get clarity in what life's all about, and what I'm all about, I, I learn about Hashem's agenda in the world. And then I learn how I'm part of the agenda. And therefore, if I'm part of the agenda, I have to use all the kelim I have for the agenda that I was created for. So I change my perspective. That's already the main component that you need for tshuva. Because once I change my perspective and I divorced myself from the old self to some degree, now I can have remorse. Now I can do vidui. Now I can do, you know, set up on a more practical sense uh, a way of life and, you know, like things like that. But the step one is changing the perspective because that is what tshuva is. Tshuva is akira sarotzen. You got that? You don't know this. Most people don't know this. Don't worry about it. This is what the Messiah Hashanah is. It's an So that's what Rosh Hashanah is doing for you. You got it? So you have to invest in that. 
The rest of that is step one. They have our machzorim. I don't know if they're here yet. Has the Hebrew and the English. Well, people have. Right? You read it. First, know what it says. You know, that's like Aleph. You gotta know what you're saying. Then try to learn the concepts. As much as you can. And then relate to it. The next thing you do is, after you do that, is you have Roshana, you have Arbit. You have Shachrit. You have Musaf. You have Mincha. You have another Arbit. Shachrit, Musaf, Mincha. Right? That's eight. And then you have on... Uh, Yom Kippur, right? You have you have Arbit, you have Shachrit, you have Musaf, you have Mincha, you have Neila, right? You have all those prayers. Divide that first Beracha into parts, and in each one of those davenings, you'll focus on one part. You're not a genius, you know. You're not like this person who could concentrate for forty minutes on one big thing, right? So you have to be practical. Being practical means you take, you divide it, and you say, okay, this Arbit, I'm going to focus on this paragraph. That's it. This is the Shachrit, I'll focus on that paragraph. And then throughout the Yom Nairoim, you actually were able to grow from that Biracha. That's a big Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. That's a big one. You got it? We'll stop there.